I'm Lauren. And I'm Ashley. And this, guys, is Nip Tuck Pod. We are your girl chat. We say the things you want to hear, the things that you're thinking but you don't want to say out loud. And we're all about being strong, aspirational women who basically don't give a... Uh, Lauren, anyway, if you want unfiltered chat, amazing beauty and product recommendations, then look no further, guys. This is the podcast where you will get all of the girly chat. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to part two of Vicky Patterson and Secret 2. I'm joined by the gorgeous Dr. Tara, relational and sexual communication professor, um, but also star of Celebs Go Dating. Mate, how are you finding your new gig? Oh, my gosh. It's it's a blast. It's so much it. fun. And honestly, getting to interact and talk about sex with, like, British celebrities was just insane to me. <laughs> Do you think... I mean, obviously, I don't know if you have a point of reference, but do you think it would be different if you were talking to American celebrities about it? Do you think yes. you'd have a slightly different reaction? Would they be more open? Yes. Yeah. Uh, and in, in terms of reference, you know, I have a, a sex coaching practice and some of my clients are like Hollywood celebrities. So I do have some kind of reference. However, they're not doing it on TV. So they tend to be a lot more honest and open. Yeah. Um, in person with me but yeah but you know um, the celebrities on celebs go dating they're on tv so they might not want to share too much about their sex life yeah I suppose it's a different dynamic when you're not right. just sharing with like your your therapist or your professional you're sharing with you know whoever's watching on e4 but some well. of them are like extremely uncomfortable oh, so right obviously last was last series your first series right yeah. Okay. So, who was the most uncomfortable? Mark. <laughs> I can imagine. Mark, Mark. Francis. Mark, Mark Francis, Francis Vandelli was very uncomfortable with anything sexual. Yeah, I can imagine. But I mean, he's so in the nicest possible way. Like he's just so prim and proper. You know, like mm-hmm. he's very much like a gentleman. Like he's been brought up to do things a certain way. Um, you know, upper class. And I feel like the thought of you know talking about something fucking and squirting with you might actually be a little bit like a little bit alien no. to him no he did not want to talk about pussy worshipping <laughs> <laughs> oh bless him did you get him to come out of his shell though Tara Do, did I get him to come out of his shell like a little bit Yeah, I would yeah. say a little bit I would say towards the end of the series he was you know kind of throwing back the jokes and yeah. you know because I was joking about sex all the time and uh, towards the end he was really warming up to me and he was like throwing some sexy jokes back which uh, was really sweet it's sweet to see even just a, a small small transition of people becoming a little bit more comfortable talking about sex 
Well, then honestly, mate, it's no reflection on you. And you absolutely know that. It's just something that, for the most part, most of us have never done before. We've never talked about sex that openly. We've never, like, joked about it. We've never spoke about our experiences. Like, you might say to your pals, like, oh, he's wicked in bed. But, like, other than that, you, yeah. you, live, you don't go into detail. So, and I can't imagine Mark... Francis saying, oh, yeah, she's wicked in bed. So I feel like for him, it, it would t- be something that would take some getting used to. But that's nice to know you thought him slightly. Oh, yeah. Who, in your opinion, was the most open to your, like, therapies, essentially? I would say the most sexually open celebrity on the show was Lottie Moss. And Lottie was, you know, she was open to also working on herself, like yeah. personal development, personal growth, because she was really listening to me, Anna and Paul, um, about like our advice on how to go about dating. So that was really nice and refreshing. Um, even amongst, you know, people gasping and kind of judging her for talking about sex so openly. Um, I feel like it didn't face her. Like she was, you know, yeah. she was still herself. She toned it down a little bit on first dates, not talking about pegging on first dates. <laughs> She's but... wild. I do love how like <laughs> she just absolutely knows who she is and she doesn't give a fuck and there's something very attractive about that I agree I feel like maybe you know maybe it's also a reflection for ourselves on like how do we want to embrace ourselves more this year yeah like do you know what I think the thing I'd struggle with most on celebs go dating if I was in your position is seeing them doing something that I knew was like a bit toxic and a bit wrong and being like Oh, yeah, okay. Like, let's see how this pans out. Like, did you feel any type of way when her and Adam Collard started to get together? Because I would be like, this has got disaster written all over it, by the way, just so you know. But you kind of have to, like, I suppose, like, in the same way David Attenborough can't intervene when there's a polar bear about to eat a baby seal, like, (laughs) you guys can't intervene too much either. No, we couldn't. Right. You know, it, for a brief period of time, they fell in what they thought was love. Yeah, and uh, they they fell for each other for a brief period of time. None of us could have done anything. We just followed the story. We just followed where they wanted to go and gave them support and advice. Um, but I'm also a romantic, so every time you know I have a friend that gets into a relationship, I'm also like, well, maybe it will work out this time. Yeah. You know, and both of them were also very keen in personal development. Yeah. Um, Adam, yeah. even though a fuck boy, was also very interested in, you know, becoming more aware, more loving. Just so I don't know. I had I had some hope for the yeah. relationship, but it was short lived. But then I suppose a huge part of your job has to be like, like hoping people can change and yeah. providing them with the tools to be better like yeah like and you gotta have hope harness. right yeah. <laughs> oh absolutely mate and listen like not that i know that much about adam collard at all but it seems as though he's in a really healthy happy relationship with somebody else now so maybe mm-hmm. she gave them the tools he just mm-hmm. potentially wasn't with the right person so hey you might have done a lot of women a favor there dr tara Woo! <laughs> <laughs> um next series of slubs go dating must be coming up really soon are you excited I am. I'm very excited. <laughs> do you know anything about the people doing it? Is it like before you, before we do, do you know who's doing it? Do you, I don't there... know <sighs> anything. I don't know anything. I, I so. was looking for some <laughs> goss. I was. Do you love coming over to the UK to film, mate, or do you get homesick? 
No, I love London, especially in the summer. It's so beautiful. I love the occasional rain. I love when it's sunny. Everyone's out in the parks, and you know, with their blankets and they're eating food from what is that store? M and S. Ah, oh, yes, M and S. Yeah, they eat the picnic foods from M and S. Like it's just not S and M, right? M and S. No, but I can understand why your brain would go there. <laughs> I immediately thought S and M, but I'm like, that's not the grocery store. <laughs> no, it's lo- London in well, UK in general in the summer is really nice. Listen, I'm a fan. It's really of hard to beat. It's so gorgeous, and the architecture, like I mean, everywhere in the UK, it's just so gorgeous. The the old timey feel of like all the architecture and people dressing up. Also, like when you go to nice restaurants, you know, people really like dress up. Um, that's really nice to see. I live in LA um, half very the time, cash. and it's just like very yeah, Justin Bieber, you know, like very like sweater homeless um, shorts. Yeah, homeless chic, if you will. So it's really nice to be in in, in the UK and see like dapper people. Oh, honestly, me, I feel like that's really nice to hear as a Brit. Is there a food that you've become obsessed with since being in the UK? We do like, for example, mm-hmm. I've got mince and dumplings cooking right now. We're, mm-hmm. we're connoisseurs of the old fish and chips. Like, is there something you've tried? Do you do a jelly deal? Tell me if you've tried something <laughs> quintessentially British and loved it. Yes, I absolutely love scotch eggs. Yes, get in. Now, that's a fantastic <laughs> fucking picnic food. Do you have it with a bit of piccalilli? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. And I'm every every time we go to like a British restaurant, I try to order that dish. And every restaurant has their own version. Yeah. Right? There's like more traditional ones, but there's also like deconstructed ones, um, but still remaining the integrity of the scotch eggs. Uh, love it. I love that dish. <laughs> well, I do. I cannot stand the blood stuff. <laughs> the, oh, like black pudding and that. Right. Can't. No. I can't. <laughs> but then, you know, you're not on your own. Like I'm uh, obviously very British and absolutely hate that. I think it's generational. Like me, mom's generation absolutely Ooh. loved it. We're somewhat really? with the plant-based and vegan movements and just the ick fact that people are moving away. I don't think we feel the desire, like, I don't know, the real desire to eat the entire animal anymore. People aren't <laughs> hooves, for example. Um, but yeah, I, I totally get that. Um, and yeah, listen, when you come back next, give us a shout. We'll have a scotch egg together. Yes, I will. Oh, it'll be so fun. Oh, honestly, mate, I can tell you how I'm getting on with all of me. Do you make a good one? Um, I've never made my own scotch egg from scratch, but I do like a good M&S scotch egg. So I can bring you one of them and we can have a picnic. Yes, M&S and S&M. All of it, babes, we can do it all. <laughs> um, I wanted to ask you a little bit about your relationship mm-hmm. um, because you describe yourselves as monogamish. Am I saying mm-hmm. that right? Yes, monogamish. Okay, and for everybody who hasn't read Between the Lines, please explain a little bit about what that means. Yeah, you know, it's uh, it's funny because it's very simple. Monogamish is like other monogamous relationship. We are romantically, emotionally, um, and in every other way committed to one another, just the two of us. You know, yeah. we're we don't date other people, um, we don't kiss other people. Um, so we are only romantically involved with each other, my husband and I. Uh, but we do have sex uh or some kind of sexual activity, not necessarily penetration all the time, uh, with other people. 
So like if we go to a sex party, um, we are allowed to play with others, to touch others, to look at other people. Um, but that's pretty limited in terms of the realm of like open relationship. We're not in an open relationship. We're very much socially monogamous but yes we do go to sex parties we do enjoy you know like if he wants to go to a sexological body worker and get like a hand job like a happy ending massage like I'm open with that you know we talk about everything we're very honest very open we talk about our feelings if we you know let's say play with someone and we feel uncomfortable we talk about it yeah. we talk about everything yeah. So it's actually so, so refreshing. I have always wanted to be in this kind of relationship. Um, but it was just hard to find a man yeah. that was into this kind of relationship because men are usually very jealous. Uh, like men will not, you know, allow anyone to touch you. Um, when when it can just be a very mutual experience. So uh, for a shorter version of what monogamish is, it's like 90% monogamous, 10% non-monogamous. <laughs> Yeah, well, and and makes sense. It's precisely what it says on the tin. I find that so interesting what you've just said there about you struggling to find somebody who was up for this concept. Because I reckon if I'd have said to like ninety percent of my ex fellas, "Oh, do you want to kiss other girls as well or whatever?" They'd have been like, "Yeah, get in, absolutely." I think I know what you're saying that. Well, I'll also be kissing other fellas. Thing is of course. Mm-hmm is a, a, a slight caveat that they potentially mm. wouldn't be as thrilled about. But I don't know. When I think of, you know, that whole argument, like, oh, humans aren't meant to be monogamous. Like, it's a douchey mm-hmm. bloke saying it. It's a douchey mm-hmm. fella. Like, mm-hmm. it's not so much women. I'm so fascinated by the fact that this was your desire, Dr. Taraka. Yeah. And, like, listen, absolutely zero judgment from me. I just want to understand it. Because I can mm-hmm. see, yeah, it's like, you're happy. I can see you're excited. I can see it really works for you. It scares me. The mm-hmm. thought that like, oh God, Erkan would, I don't know, go on a night out and find somebody else attractive and, you know, broach the subject with me about, mm-hmm. oh God, it just, it makes us come over a little bit cold. Mm-hmm. So I suppose, and I know it's not, it's each to their own, isn't it? Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. suppose what I want to really ask is 
like, does, is your husband as excited about this and as you are? And did he instantly agree upon it? Or was there some persuading? Or did you just, did you meet a, a really brilliant person who agreed on everything as you? <laughs> I love those questions. Um, uh, yes, my husband enjoys this as much as I do. Uh, no, he did not, you know, jump on the idea at the beginning when we started dating. When we also, like, little caveat about our relationship is when we started dating, it was a casual relationship. Oh, okay. So we were seeing other people. He was seeing other people. I was seeing other people. We were, you know, having fun, having great sex and just connecting and ordering food in. It was just like a great yeah. sexy time, right? Yeah. I didn't think too much about it. He didn't think too much about it. But then, you know, we fell in love. Um, as soon as we fell in love and we, you know, solidify the relationship verbally, like, okay, we're in a relationship with each other. I basically sat him down and talked him through my desire for a long-term partner to be in a monogamish marriage with me. Okay. Because I, I've been in lots and lots of monogamous relationships. And what I have noticed is after maybe two years max, I started getting this, like, uh, I want... Itchy I want to play with others. Yeah. yeah, like just itch. Like um, I want to be in the scene and play with others. And and even even if I don't get to touch and have sex with anyone else, just being in that like sex positive, sex filled scene, it's a part of what I do. And I think it's yeah. a part of why I'm so comfortable talking about all of this and saying all these things. Um, and I just can't lose look? it. Did you feel nervous, Tara, bringing that up with him? Because clearly you liked him and it could go one or two ways. Like you could be super excited by the prospect, you know, or he could have, mm. it could have put him off. And God, I, the thought of losing your husband makes me really scared because obviously he's class. Yeah, I was. I was very yeah. nervous. Yeah. Yeah. And I tell everyone like it is a nerve wracking conversation. Yeah. Um, I was very nervous. I, I had a short period of time where I thought, you know, he wouldn't accept me as who I am um, and that he wouldn't want this kind of relationship. He would want like a more traditional relationship. Uh, but, you know, as we talked about it, he started being interested in the concept, but not ready to go to sex parties or anything like that. Um, but then after, you know, months in massaging in the idea and just him it marinate. yeah yeah let it marinate for a little <laughs> bit and him seeing me in my element like talking about sex giving a speech going on a podcast and basically being my very sexually open self I think he understands that this is a huge part of my identity and he wants to be in my life and he wants me to be in his life so I think for him it was a big change it wow. was a an adjustment because he's from a small town in Washington um, where, you know, it's very, very like traditional. Quite sexually uh, repressed. Right. Like I don't think anyone there goes to like a swinging party. Maybe they do in secret. Maybe they do, you know, and you never know. Like it's sometimes I meet a client on Zoom and they will be in like a small town in England and they all like swing. So oh, yeah. you never know. You don't, mate. Honestly, it's all like you cut little country towns in that way. No, there's nothing else like to do, really, where they're all just at it like rabbits. <laughs> Wild. Exactly. They have their own little sex party. Yeah, eating scotch eggs and swinging. That's what they're all up to. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> I wouldn't mind being in that small town. Um, but yeah, it did have to marinate. He did have to have his time and space to to process and really to see me in my element and to really evaluate for himself if this is the life that he wants. And you know, we've been together um, many years now, but we got married early last year in January, almost one year mar- uh, wedding anniversary. Thank you. Um, so he, yeah, he really kind of got into this lifestyle and he's like okay this is awesome like i i love this like you know he the the enjoyment of of i guess enjoying sexuality without limits um and although we i say that there are limits like we don't kiss other people it's i don't know it's kind of my pet peeve that like people just start kissing everybody because to me kissing is very romantic yeah, no, it definitely is. I mean, it's very loving. Look at Pretty Woman. That's the one thing she said she wouldn't do is kiss on the mouth. Like, there's reasons why Vivian wouldn't do that, babe. Like, <laughs> exactly. It's very, it is very intimate. It's very romantic. And yeah, I think, I think for something like this to work, and obviously I've got zero experience, so stop us at <laughs> any point if I'm, but like, I feel like there would have to be mm-hmm. very specific ground rooms, like ground, mm-hmm. uh, ground rules to like almost like, like a set of like commandments sort of like this is okay this the bible yeah but like this bible yeah they're like monogamish bible for you guys it obviously could look different for every single couple but for you it would have to be like you know this for us is no kissing because yeah Yeah. for me kissing is very loving it's very intimate um so yeah no but like what else? you know if what we were all there? playing in a group if yeah. we were kind of just touching massaging each other caressing each other in like a small group i wouldn't mind you know if like a sexy woman feeling herself feeling confident wants to like give my partner a blowjob you know wow. like i'll just watch it and <laughs> and enjoy it like i'll just, just watch it and enjoy it but i think uh, but i also acknowledge i think the thing is there's too many douchey men talking yeah. about like open relationships and all of those things. It's very mindless. My relationship is very mindful, very yeah. slow, very cautious, very mindful. Everything is talked about, everything. Yeah. Um, so for me, it's it's the kind of relationship that I have always wanted. So I'm living the dream, like my dream. And I know that there is a small percentage of people in the world a small percentage but still you know comprised of millions of people that enjoy the same philosophy yeah people listening right now i'm sure at least 10 percent will agree and say i want that relationship because yeah. i've seen this in every party i go to people ask me what it is and i usually see about 10 to 20 percent of people that are like damn that sounds great yeah, I mean, it takes all sorts to make the world go around, T. And, like, variety right. absolutely is the spice of life. Like, mm-hmm. I can totally see why this would appeal to some people. It's dead interesting what you said there. Like, do you worry that your way of life, the way that you and your partner choose to live, is in some way getting tainted by this real rise of these, like, oh, I, it's like douchey lads like doing Holly Like Polly like all God. of those things, yeah. And you know these type of blokes who talk about like high-value women and sit on podcasts, oh. oh my gosh, and you know, it, it scares me that there's a mm-hmm. huge portion of like young lads and young men listening mm-hmm. to these thinking like fucking becoming incels basically. Like yeah. I get really worried and I feel like 
for somebody like you who specializes within this area, that must must be quite a scary concept as well. It is a very scary concept. Um, whenever there's a lot of judgment involved, it's never good for anybody. Yeah. Right. If you're judging other people based on a certain criteria that you yourself came up with, like, who are are you God? Like, who are you to say, you know, people need to live by these 10 rules. And if they don't, they are losers or they're not worthy. Um especially those men. I can't, I can't deal with men that are like, here are the 10 like signs of high value women. And it's always very misogynistic. And I, as much as if, if the other women agree with that and they want to go along with that life, I mean, that's up to you. I'm a friend of, I'm a fan of freedom. So if that's the life you want, that's up to you. But I'm telling you right now, being married to this person, it will not be happy. Nah. Like, Someone oh, that judges women poorly, um, things like based body on count and rules. Oh. Yeah, it's not. You're gonna be living in his world and not yours. Yeah, it does scare me. Like, God. there's so many, yeah. and they're incels for a reason. Yeah. Like involuntary celibate. No one wants to fuck them. <laughs> it's involuntary. Like. No one wants to fuck them. Why would you want their attention? If anyone wants to date me and say, like, claim that they're an incel, I'd be like, get the fuck away from me. Because no one wants to date you. Why would I want to date you? Don't know, mate. Honestly, if I just found out anybody was like a fan of like that Andrew Tate or his brother or anybody, and I just get all a bit uncomfortable with it. Like it makes I me am feel uncomfortable. Really, yeah, it makes me feel. But really you know, awkward. someone checked me. Someone said, "Tara, if you're allowed to have your opinion, your way of life, and you're saying yeah. that you know it's good for you, and you know more people maybe should look into it if they're interested, then everyone's allowed to say their way of life is good." So I'm like, I agree. Everyone's allowed to say their way of life is good. And I guess people can evaluate for themselves which one's more, quote unquote, successful. Yeah, I think it's all in the delivery, Tara. Like there's not one single moment chatting to you today where I felt like you were fucking judgmental of how I chose to live my life or in some way shoving like your way of life down me throat telling us it was better. I listened to snippets of those podcasts and I feel like it's so aggressive it's and so judgmental it is judgmental and i just think like oh, if you're this you're worthless you're yes piece, piece of shit you're nothing you're not a real man unless you x y and z your wife yeah sucks fucks and shuts the fuck up i'm like oh my god yeah. stop talking yeah. to men like this tell oh. your wife to shut the fuck up and make me food oh no honestly Erkan would never i'd, I'd chin him <laughs> i would fucking chin him it is it's scary but you know the only thing you can do is affecting people around you positively right yeah. like for you if you have brothers um cousins and you know show them proper affection talk to them um about like women's rights and you know i think we can only affect the people around us and so my goal is to affect as many people as possible in terms of you know, the rights to their own bodies and sex positivity, whatever it means to them. Yeah. Tara, honestly, mate, like I could listen to you talk all day. You're a very interesting and also like a magnetic person. You've just got a lovely energy. Uh, I mean, it made you great. Um, but I'm aware that you are in LA now and I'll probably have a very fun and busy day. Um, <laughs> and also, also, I have mince and dumplings in the oven. So I am going to wrap this up. I absolutely promise. But I just wanted to say... But everybody who's listening and who's absolutely loved things, we've got to say, you've got a podcast, isn't that right? Yes. Ah, okay. So Love Bites with Dr. Tara. 
available to listen to now. Um, and I'm going to guess, you know, the subject matter is in fact sex and love and relationships, etc. Yeah? Yes. Um, yes. Mainly sex and sexual well-being, different ways to experience your sexuality. Amazing. Well, I will definitely be giving that a listen to. Um, just before I let you go here, Vicky Passing the Secret too, we always ask our gorgeous guests to give our lovely listeners a couple pearls of wisdom. Just a small takeaway, if you will. Um, and I think, you know, you've given loads of great advice so far. But um, it would I would be remiss if I was to not ask the big question. So for women everywhere, what is your secret to a multiple orgasm? My secret to multiple orgasms is uh, using a vibrator on my clit while getting penetrated by my husband so I can come both ways at the same time. And that's a beautiful, delicious, multiple combo orgasm. When you do that, like sometimes you'll come on a clitoris first and then you'll come penetratively and then you might come again um, through through longer penetration. So it's it's a beautiful practice that more people um, should try is using a vibrator during penetrative sex. Sounds like a a nice night in. (laughs) It is. It's a multiple orgasmic night for sure. Honestly, you have really forced me to expand my horizons today. I love it. Thank you for being here. And thank you for really like, I think your energy is so beautiful. And you're like bouncing off this like amazing accepting energy. Like it's, I I love it. And I really appreciate that. Well, honestly, you're really nice. You're a lovely person. And what you're saying makes sense, you know. So good luck <laughs> with everything. Good luck with the next series of um, Slabs Good Eating. And I meant what Thank I said. You. Give us a shout when you're over. I know you're probably busy, but I'm I'm in London. So we can get yes. scotch, scotch eggs. Scotch egg date. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.